<laughs> Sorry. So, oh, did you guys hear that as well? Yeah. yeah it's con- by continuing to be in this meeting, you're consenting to be recorded. This is new because people That's- are being recorded against their will, apparently, without people knowing. Oh, that was weird. I was like, who is this woman? <laughs> it wasn't even, a, it was like General Grievous, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Scary. I was scared. So, the past week on World War Bot, um, it's, going, it's coming into the, you know, the end. We're starting. Things are coming the beginning to the end. Yeah. Um, Antarctica, a few weeks ago, uh, formed a pact with the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And what did Antarctica do this week? Attack them. Oh, you sneaky bastards. You traitors. I know, right? I was like, oh, drama. Um, But yeah. Peace was never an option. (laughs) Out of us three, Antarctica, I think, is the only one still standing. Can I pick a new country? Go on then. Vietnam, the trees have eyes and speak. Yeah, so basically, Vietnam have got majority of Asia and um, Australasia. I don't know how they did it. I don't know. Right? I, it's coming. It came out of nowhere. I was like, "Oh, Vietnam." I was like, "Man," I was like, "I can't wait till they conquer America, then the war will finally <laughs> be over." Um, Svalbard is still in control of the Americas. Um, yep. And I think today they tried to go into Asia. I think they took over Japan. I think so. And today, and Antarctica is still taking it slow. Um, (laughs) No one's really gotten a majority on Europe. I mean, Portugal's got like Western Europe, but Eastern Mm -hmm. Europe's kind of like free for all. Yeah. Um, And then Peru have got North and North South America. Antarctica's got South South America. Yeah, um, but Chile, Chile keeps get, uh, going back and forth, doesn't it? Between um, keep, why do you say ch- Chile? Because that's how it's said. That's how it is said. Says the Lord and Savior Pedro Pascal. Chile, Chile, because it has an accent over the e. Chile. The more you know. <laughs> Did any of you two watch Eurovision? Because that happened this weekend. No, nope. I don't watch shit unless it's via the podcast. <laughs> See, it was trash. It was such a bad, bad showing. All I know did, is did we got nulpoir. We got zero points from the judges and the public. <laughs> you can't, yeah, you can't vote for yeah. yourself. So everyone's like, oh, we're all going to go abroad in May next year <laughs> so we can <laughs> vote for the UK. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but was there any like live audience? Uh, yeah, it was one of the events that they were trialing live events back at. That's um, I feel like you, your vision be weird without an audience. Yeah, it was. To be fair, nothing that I don't think personally any of the songs were all that brilliant, and nothing mm. was amazing. Um, who was it that got robbed? I don't think Italy really should have won. They weren't. Their song wasn't great, and it definitely wasn't heavy metal. For, what but what what kind of got on my gears was they were um on their phones during the results so it was like what Mm. are you doing Mm. um but yeah no i felt bad for our guy who got literally nothing 
because his his voice wasn't great, but he wasn't the worst song there by a long shot. Bad for James Newman. Hello there. <laughs> General Kenobi. <laughs> for for listeners, um Jordan changed his name to General Kenobi. So that's why there was a an exchange. Oh man, there. if we if if we managed to find the video of when we were at uni and <laughs> we did the it was in one of the classes, we did hello there. And someone I had four like inflatable like balloon things and I started throwing my arms around <laughs> in the air. I need to find the video. I think I have it saved somewhere. But if we do, we'll put it up on socials. Okay, that's it, your prerogative. Go ahead. Yeah, if I can find it, I will. If not, I won't. You, uh, to be fair, before we go any further, I think you should just watch Eurovision this year because it's a dumpster fire. It's genuinely hilarious because um it's so long. Yeah. But um, Israel did the highest note ever on um, Eurovision. Not a good thing. They went for a B6 and they definitely missed it because it just <laughs> came out as a screech. It was terrible. Um, yeah, it was such a dumpster fire of an event. And you can literally see the moment where the hosts kind of die inside when they have to say out loud that um, Germany and the UK both got zero points. No, Germany got three. They got three from the judges. They got nothing from public. Loads. Hang on. I think uh, three, four countries didn't get points from the public. It was. Oh, it was a dumpster fire of an event. I mean, because I know that I know that UK got zero. That's pretty. Pretty bog standard for the UK, you know. Yeah, we, it's yeah, happened no, twice I mean, in like, a row now. Twice in a row for the UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happened last year as well. Well, not last year, but last last year. Because I, I, what I was going to say was that, um, is that not like hard to get zero points? Like that's a skill to get zero points because everyone well, votes for something. Yeah, so it's really, I think it's not a great way how it's worked out anyway. But basically, uh, the jury vote is one to nine and then a 12 pointer. And what they do for the country votes is they calculate the overall scores and then they give one to 12 each individual country okay so like uh if it in the uk we voted for cyprus serbia israel etc they would get 12 through to one from us but we wouldn't not every single country would get a point from us so it's only like 10 countries i think get points from each country it's it's a silly way of working it out but from just searching it just to make sure I was right four countries Netherlands Spain Germany and the United Kingdoms didn't get any points from the public hmm. um, the public knows what they want what they like what they don't like yeah it was, apparently they um, don't like us but that's nothing new well there's other was, countries they didn't like it as well so well it was really weird it was the lowest like overall scoring event because like Italy only literally won because of its uh public vote which was 318 and it completely smashed switzerland and switzerland uh, switzerland and france who were leading it by the jury votes which is funny because yeah uh the jury votes don't really mean much anyway because they're the most political 
Because I'm, I'm really gonna send an image a... to our. Uh, we're gonna really chat. get off track. I feel like we should get we, could, we should get started. Yeah, we yeah, should. So let's, let's You're a the... trash. Watch it just to have a laugh, but don't watch it for good music. And let's well, talk about Star Wars. This is your spoiler warning. The following film will now be ruined by three idiots. <laughs> Well, let's first let's start with the image that uh, I, Jesus I just sent to the group chat. Um, <laughs> we haven't actually done the intro, which is quite funny. Um, uh, so... Jason. <laughs> oh, what's the crack? And welcome to the Freehouse Make a Whole Podcast. My name is John. I am Jordan. And I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear that's a good photo though it's i mean yeah it is a great photo but it's not great photo, not great for public use yeah no i'm not going to be posting it anyway don't you well worry. i know we have to explain this because we're leaving people like so once upon a time i think far 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 away i did a i did november i believe this was for yeah, and, it was. And I did not look very good. But when I went to shave the moustache off to um, to end it, I decided As any to have man some, would. I decided to have some fun. So among the photos I took is I took, you know, like a, a, in half and then I took a little bit off the other half and then I was left with a Charlie Chaplin Charlie moustache. Chaplin. Yeah. 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 Charlie yeah. Chaplin. No nothing else. No one no one, nope. no one else in the definitely no one else. Yeah, with nothing. the black hair that was slicked back. Uh, yeah, the, the... that's a slick memory, you know. I'm like, that's pretty. Uh, that's got volume. Um, oh, um, anyway, anyway <laughs> this week we're doing the Star Wars stories because somehow I'm now doing Jason's bit. I don't know. I kind of we were kind of really off track. Yeah, because I I got mad. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we're doing Star Wars yeah. stories. So that is Rogue One, Solo, <laughs> and then because technically. There isn't another Star Wars story movie. We decided to watch the Star Wars: The Clone Wars 2003-2005 um, because we loved it as kids, and that's why. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I, that's, I think that's yeah. all the explanation that one needs. Yeah, so um, let's just jump right into it. Well, no. Oh. First things first. <laughs> we can't really do a summary for all three of them, though. We've got to kind sure. of do individual ones. Shit one, Jordan. Yeah. <clears throat> Good luck, General. First Kirby. things first. Let's tap out this motherfucking. Did you like Rogue One? How? The first movie that we're going to review. Yes. Hell yes, I did. Okay, John. Yeah, it's all right. Jason. It was all right. Ah. You know, it was. Um, I didn't really care. About the characters. See, I remember liking it more when I saw it in the cinema when it first came out, but mm-hmm. re-watching it, I, I was reminded of all my problems I had with it, and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think... Oh, Should, hold we'll on. get into it, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, we'll Should I summarise it? Uh, go on. Yeah, <clears throat> might as well. 
this movie leads us to where we get up to just before episode four. Basically. Wow. It literally just that tells was, Yeah. There's literally that's, that's one, literally what happens. There is literally like a sentence or like a paragraph in the opening crawl of A New Hope. Yeah. It's a line of dialogue from like the first thing like Darth Vader says, like, there was a signals beamed up here. And and now we've got a whole movie. Which is yep. hilarious because in Rogue One there wasn't a signal yeah. beamed up to their ship. Yeah. Yes, there was. No, not to their ship. Psst. Psst. It goes to the main big ship and then the disc is transferred to the other ship. So yeah, yeah. technically Vader's correct. Technically he's not. Um, Te- technically he is. No, technically it was beamed up to not. the other ship. Which then... that ship was in. No, it was, it was port. The Tantive 4. The Tantive 4 was in the other one. You don't say like Oh, you've been to Millennium Falcon with the Millennium Falcons and a cruiser, do you? I mean, they destroyed the other ship, so it's beamed up to this <laughs> ship. So I would say Vader's technically, on a technicality, isn't wrong. No, on a technicality, it's wrong. Yeah. You and I will not Shut up, John. <laughs> <Don't>... <laughs> we can tell to shut up. Sh- shut up, John. If he shouts at me... Hey, Jason, cramp. shut up. Segway. Well, I was going to ask. Let's I was going right to ask. It. I was going to ask John what, what his partner thought, but Jordan doesn't <clears> care <throat> about your partner, apparently. Uh, Actually, I was going to yeah. do it after the segue. So, oh. I so uh, Jason, <laughs> uh, did you watch this with anyone? No, I did not. John, did you? I did. And um, what did your partner think? It's Star Wars, of course. They liked it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. fair. So, I, uh, Judy, uh, this is this is her favorite Star Wars film. She Make absolutely sense. adores this one. Really? Mm. Why? I feel like a lot of <laughs> non-fans like this film a lot more. You know what I mean? I think for her, it's just the most compelling story that isn't just evolved, like revolved around two families. What compelling story? She thinks it's a compelling story, and I will agree with her. It is a decent story. I didn't say it's perfect. I said it's decent. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This film suffers from the inability to give one about anyone on screen. Mm-hmm. Like, you re- I feel like, I, even when I was watching it in the cinema, I remember going, but they're dead. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, in, I thought they were going to do this really cheesy thing at the very end where they escaped, but they didn't. And they killed them all. And it was like, okay. I prefer cool. that they did. No, I'm I'm glad they did. I'm just it's like actual consequences for a suicide mission instead of it being said it's a suicide mission, and then everyone yeah. being like, "Okay, we survived." But I think the yeah. thing is, like, if if they kept them alive, what the fans would be like, "Well, where the fuck were they? The rest of the films?" <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just um, glad they. I'm just. It's weird because I think this film, like, I just remember not really caring about anyone. I was just yeah. there, like, there's oh. only one character I care about, and that's Donnie Yen. Mads Mikkelsen Oh I love Mad Mikkelsen Do you want to know what he inadvertently says at the very start He essentially says to Kranich I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe Inadvertently If you just reworded what he says It's exactly the same If you completely change what he says He has the same sentiment Mm. Um, The one thing that was interesting about this film I thought So many Um English actors and so many Irish actors 
There's so many Northern Irish actors in this. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, because yeah. um, the mum, who who who's good, she's Northern Irish. Yes, she is. Yeah, she was on the fall, and then you've got um, the ma uh, ma ma Mothram man Mon Mothram Mon Mother Mon Mothma. She's Northern Irish. Yeah, and then you had you know the the old bearded guy you know from Game of Thrones. He was there. That's, oh, by the way, that's the guy from Force Awakens. What guy from Force Awakens? Do you know how we were saying we don't know who that guy is in Force Awakens? I'm pretty sure he's meant to be that guy, isn't he? I mean, really fucking old then. Right, oh, he's old oh, in oh. that one. You know who I mean. No, because that's like bloody 30 years later. I, I disagree. Don't, I don't know. I, I'm not sure then, because... Who the fuck is that other guy in Force Awake? Anyway, we we spoke about no, that in, the in our um, in our sequel uh, review. But he's going to you haven't. There's loads of loads of other people from Northern Ireland, and I was like, "That's dope, cool." You know I'm who else is it. in this? Chopper. Oh. Chopper from Rebels is in it. You see oh, him yeah. for a brief moment. It's yeah, really right, nice. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say most of the acting in this is really actually good. I yeah. think they do a lot with the script that they've got. It's really hard though because they're trying their best with characters that you really can't get too invested in because you're like, I know you're going to die. You, we're just waiting for mm. it. What do it, you guys think about Saul Guerrero? I mean, Saul Guerrero. He's particularly didn't like Forrester's Saul when I first watched it. Mm. But then I think maybe it got better, maybe because of... Else, of, of, of the media that came after that. Yeah, maybe. What do you guys no. think? I didn't like him at all. No. He's kind of pointless. He like, is pointless in this, yeah. He is pointless, yeah. It is we a drive way of getting to the pilot. Squid. Literally, mm. everything he said was really affected in like... Because I thought... Well, my memory of watching the film was that... Remember that they... He had he used the mind squid on that pilot and he said that mm -hmm. it makes you like insane or whatever, or lose your marble or whatever i was like oh is it like over the course of the film he stays like that and then there's a moment later where he regains it it's no, really no, just, no he, he regains it, it yeah pretty quickly i was like oh okay so that was kind of pointless um, i will say in my opinion this film has some of the best battle scenes of all of star wars for live action stuff like like the the attack on scarif on the ground and in the air. I think it has some of the, I think it, the better battles. I'm, I'm not going to say it's got the better battle. I think it has the better scale than a lot of the films. It feels like a war is happening at the end. Other, other than Revenge of the Sith, for, uh, for me, the, the battles feel... I don't know, Genos is kind of dope. Yeah, but... I feel like I think it's like I, up there in Star Wars. Like, I'm not saying it's yeah. bad, but I wouldn't say... Okay, okay. Top yeah. three for me, then, I would say. Okay. I think the scale for the final battle is quite cool and quite grand. I feel I felt mm. like a war was happening. Like this is a suicide mission. This is life and death. This mm. is their only chance of winning. It, mm. They did really convey that. Um, and I like how the rebels are more guerrillas than like they're not a. They're just like going to different areas. They're trying their best to hide as long as they can. They actually felt like rebels. Right. Like, they didn't you know? feel like an army. <laughs> J.J. Yeah. Abrams, 
that's how you like right <laughs> rebels and it was you know? cool it was cool to show the dark side of the rebels because it was always like right. they're the heroes but then we saw you know um cassie and Andor I, literally I, yeah. shot a guy in the back who had an arm <laughs> that yeah, was injured just get, yeah so um that was cool um one amazing thing uh the planets oh mm. no i i feel like the height of things and the size of things was a bit exaggerated to how they look on planets because it made, really made it seem like the sky wasn't really that high and they weren't really that high but but they still look beautiful i felt 3d you know mm-hmm. um which was so i thought that was really good did did you guys see this in the cinemas yes i did yes did any of you see it in the seats that move, like the 4D kind 4D, of seats? No. I went to John. I went to that cinema by uh, where you lived. Do you know the oh, one where yeah. they move it? Yeah. yeah. I went and watched it there because I was like, I want to. I was wondering. I saw it, and it was the only seats that they had available were these 4D seats that moved. And I think that's what made the experience made me really fall in love with this film. Mm. So whenever you were in an X-wing, the seats were moving when the with the direction of the X-wing, and at the very end with that hallway scene, like the seats would rumble when anything anyone. And I was like, oh, okay, this is. I think that's what made me have my love is the experience of it being in one of those seats. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that threw me off when I first watched it. Because I was expecting, I feel like I mentioned this before in one in one of the um, episodes was that I was they got me on when they didn't play the Star Wars theme the at the beginning of mm-hmm. it really threw me. I was like, <gasps> and I didn't get it, and I was like, oh, I suppose yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. But 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 John, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> they didn't. I know. I'm just fanboying. I was like, I know. But what they did, the music that they do do in this film, do do. (laughs) The music they do in this film, I think, is very well done. Okay. In my opinion, I think the music, like, I disagree. Really? I think they are really trying to recreate, like, like great, great Star Wars music by it not being Star Wars. It's a bit different than Star Wars, but you can tell that it's Star Wars, but not so much. And it just, See, for me, it just felt really forced. And I, I was comparing it to, I'm compa- in my mind, because I watched Solo first this week. Okay. So I'm compa- I watched Solo first. I'm comparing everything from Rogue One to Solo and vice versa. Yeah. And I just think I- out, of, out of the two, and even out of the, the new sequels, I think Rogue One music does a better job of conveying atmosphere. I think the thing to talk about with it is Rogue One is an average film. Like, if you took it out of context and everything, it's yeah. not brilliant. It's not terrible. But the, the thing is, it's the best modern Star Wars film we've gotten. And that's saying yep. something unfortunately about really. the quality. Mm, yeah. Yeah. In the, in the, we, I mean, other than the prequel trilogy. I'm talking about the modern. But like talking about the modern one from 2010 like, yeah. plus, 2020 yeah. plus, yeah. And I yeah. think it's sad. I think it's really, really sad that the best film we've gotten is kind of <gasps> Star Wars Film Wars movie. Is that is that the one I think you're on about? That's 2008. Really, that came out two years after Revenge of the Sith. Which, uh, which are you on about the one with uh, when we first get introduced to Ahsoka? Yeah, 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 yeah that's two thousand eight. 
I had it on DVD. Okay, well, answer me wrong. Um, ignore yeah. me. <laughs> I'm right, like always. God, John, you're good. Oh, um, mm-hmm. speak, speak, speaking of the Battle of Scarif. Okay, so I mentioned to you guys earlier this week that I have a video clip. Oh, yeah. That I want to send to you. Uh-huh. I've sent it to the group chat. I think this is an important video. I just it will make you. it will make Scarif better. Well, we put, are put, put your sound just... on. <laughs> it makes it so much better. How cool does that look, though, with that sound? Such a good song. Yeah, to be honest. Pretty awesome. It is pretty cool, right? This kind of makes me feel like... um, This kind of makes me feel that Rogue Squadron... The games. No, there's... Isn't there like a... One of the future Star Wars things that yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, it could be that would be cool, like a Top Gun Star Wars, which right? brings me on to my next point. Was now also mentioning Solo, but seeing Donnie Yen and then seeing oh no, and then seeing Mace in the Star Wars Clone Wars that we're about to review just makes me want to have a Star Wars martial arts film. Yeah. <laughs> mm, oh yeah, like, yeah, that would be good. But just using the force, no lightsabers and stuff, because <laughs> I'll get on to like the early later, Jedi but... before they had the sabers, before they had yeah. the proto sabers, like, they would use swords like and shit. No, I mean like full on hand to hand combat. Yeah, but no, no. So expanded universe before the Jedi's had the proto sabers, they would use swords and the force and this martial canon? arts. It's, <laughs> it's it's legends now, but it was. Before Disney took over, it was all canon that Jedi would use swords and martial arts. Yeah, and and they kind of are bringing back legends in their in like in, their own in way. increments. They're kind of yeah. using bits from it. Yeah, they're kind of like, oh, we made this up. And it's like, no, you didn't. You just stole that. You stole this. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. So oh, what was I gonna say? Um, oh damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. I want to see more martial arts. Maybe let me look at my notes. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I think there's a scene that we do need to talk about at the very end oh. of this film, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the best scenes ever. Ever. This film for Star Wars. Oh. Man, <laughs> my, you took so long to get there. God my damn. Brain, my brain was like on Scarif. Okay, on Scarif. Is he talking about... When they're like sitting down at the beach and they're hugging each other, and they I mean, away. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" The, 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 single firing, <laughs> the single reactor firing of the Death Star is actually pretty cool because it does show how powerful it is that that's a single reactor that does that. Yeah. However, for that one, when they're blowing up the base, they kind of miss the base. <laughs> yeah, because they yeah. hit it dead on with uh, Jedi. So they're kind of right. I don't know how they miss the base. Yeah, but anyway. John, your point. We get probably the greatest scene for Jedi's, which I think they kind of imitated in The Mandalorian season two with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. But we get Darth Vader versus the Rebels. 
and it makes Darth Vader out to be the badass that he is. It mm-hmm. really ups that fear factor, like retrospectively. Do you yeah, know what makes it even better? Wasted. Do you remember how in the original trilogy episode I said how he holds his breath to scare Luke? Mm-hmm. He turns his lights off on his panel. <laughs> if you, if you think, you think yep. of, <laughs> he's just an extra motherfucker <laughs> for every time. Oh God. Um, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was pretty good. But it, I remember watching it in the cinema and feeling that it was really dark and I could barely see it. But then watching it at home, I was like, oh, no, this is pretty clear. Sometimes know, cinemas I, do that. Don't they? Right, really sometimes cinemas gonna, it, the, they're too dark. Yeah. I was going to say, the cinema that I watched it in, it was... You know when you um you've got a film and most people are just kind of quietly watching, mm-hmm. it became so audibly like <gasps> when that mm. scene happened, like mm. it was genuinely probably an amazing moment to see in the cinema, and I think it lose it lost its effect for me a little bit uh, watching it on the small screen, but it's mm. still such a great. Great I, I wish I could take you guys back in time and make you watch like that scene in the 4D chair. Mm. Whenever Vader used the Force, it threw the chair about. Cool. So when it threw someone up on the ceiling, the chair went <laughs> and thumped you. I was like, Jesus. I think this scene does do something harmful for Star Wars, though. It shows how good it can be. Mm-hmm. And that's what's upsetting when you then compare it to. Yeah. Yeah, Force Awakens, um, Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi, and you just Mm -hmm. think you had some talented motherfuckers behind you doing these films. Clearly, there is talent. Where is it being put? Mm -hmm. Why is it only being shown to us in like the last 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, There's kind of two characters that we need to talk about, and that is Tarkin and Leia. Yeah, I think you, you, you do you have to. It. You have to yeah. mention. It. Do we? Do we? Can't we just avoid it? Well, like, we could just say uh, they tried. They. That's the thing. They, there's, there's, they did. They did try. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's early, it was early days for that kind of stuff anyway. What, to be yeah, half no. for half decent stuff. If you want, there's a yeah. corridor digital and they mm-hmm. video and they talk about yeah. it, and they discuss how they could have done it better. I mean, even in the Mandalorian season two, it's not perfect. No, it looks awful. <laughs> yeah, like, but the, the Mandalorian is a lot more improved, right? Than exactly. Rogue One, and also, Mandalorian is a TV show, so they'd have less budget than a film, um, like that. So, but they were using Disney, Disney's. Yeah. They were using Disney's new techn- facial uh, yeah, reconstruction so technology. Like, so, you know, kind of, if, if yeah. you had the money of a movie and then did that, actually, how much was no, the I, Mandalorian's budget for each I, episode? No idea. Like, I do. I'll, Google, I think it, I'll do a Google. I feel like it was 10 million. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds about right to me. Uh, but Tarkin and Leia, Leia looks fine for a moment. Like there's this brief moment where I was like, oh, and then it went like really distorted and horrible. And you're like, oh. I, I, I kind of think about that with Tarkin, but in the opposite sense, the first time you see Tarkin, I don't think it's really good, but there the second time you see him when they're doing that that test on yeah. Jeddah, I thought Parking, you know I, I wasn't weird. bothered by it. I see. I I norm when I watched it in the cinema, I overlooked it because okay. I think of the spectacle. But watching it back was when I kind of was like, okay, now I'm 
now I'm seeing it more and it's a bit more okay. close up, condensed, and it, it's not as great. But in the moment, I think you can overlook things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. I had another couple of points, but they're not really. Um, I've got just really. like three things to talk about. Um, yeah, one of them being K2. Yeah. Um, played by Alan. Amazing. Yeah. Alan Kirk. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh, great. Do you want to know a fun fact? Do you know when he slaps Cassian? That was improv, and you can see Diego Luna trying to hide his laugh. I thought that I was like, that's you know, I thought that was like maybe intentional, but then I saw Diego like almost breaking. Yeah, like he was oh. breaking. He, he yeah, was going like yeah. that to hide it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could tell. Yeah, it's cool though. It's cool that he, uh, they had a CG character that could. Yeah, I, I, I read actually, on. He was on set. He was on set yeah, with like a little still thing on the. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad I they read did online it. that a lot that some people tried to um some media websites who I will not name because <clears throat> don't want to get into shit with media websites were saying oh he wasn't very good in it and I went and I just Ooh. read it and I was like me off they were like <laughs> oh it got good yeah it was like oh it's just not as good as it and it, you're just reading this article I was just reading through this article and it was like 20 points of why Rogue One is bad and I was like okay let's let's go from and some of the points are like okay but they're exaggerating and they've mm-hmm. clearly not watched the film <laughs> they've clearly got him wanting to hate it you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. I mean 90% of K2SO's lines were improvised by Alan Tudyk on set <laughs> sounds like, like it. do you want to know what's the percentage of her using that blaster that it's high, very high. Like mm. that, in like it he has great, so yeah. many good one-liners. It's just he makes the film better, mm. and I cared for him at the end. Yeah, you do care for him. I cared, cared. Yeah, K two and Donnie Yen. Are, yeah, yeah. and then uh, I, uh, is it who's the guy that the the guy with the aimbot? <laughs> it's what I'm called. I can't remember his name, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know the character's names. But he, yeah, he was cool when he kind of changed his morals because well, he, he w- originally he was a defender, wasn't he, of the and temple? He, because of all the stuff happened, he kind of was like, oh, of course, can't be real because all this crap happened. Right. Um, talking about Donnie M, uh, dope. Didn't get enough of him. So anyway, mm-hmm. but he was True. very much part of the force, and he has one of my favorite lines. Whenever they get captured, I'm blind. Uh, when they put a bag over his head, it's like, "Come on, I'm blind." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, this is great. This is great. I want more Donnie Yen." Because um, when I heard Donnie Yen was in it, I was a bit worried because sometimes when you get an amazing Chinese martial artist, uh, like a Hong Kong mm-hmm. film star, bringing him into a really American movie, uh, it sometimes doesn't go well. Like Jackie Chan has done well because. They become his movies. Right. <laughs> um, I, I really like enjoyed Donnie Yen in this film. I was happy. I remember this was back before who I really knew who Donnie Yen was yeah. as well. Yeah. So um, actually watching this film, I was like, ah, oh, they're brilliant. I want to see him in more stuff. They they mm. were probably my favorite part of the movie, Donnie Yen. I actually think this is the first film I ever saw him in. Yep. Oh, that makes me sad. No, but like I, I was the same. I was the same way, John. I saw him. I saw him do the martial arts. I was like, "Man, this guy's really cool." If he did all that, mm-hmm. I, I think I wanted just to speak about Mads Mikkelsen being kind of wasted. 
one hundred percent. Yeah, I do not care about him. I just really didn't care about this character at all. I thought it was just a waste of story. I think it's also a waste of an actor, like yeah. bringing for Star Wars. I think when you're doing big franchises, you have to be. I don't think Hollywood think like this, but I think they should. Is they have to be kind of careful who they're putting in what roles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I think once you've used an actor, you can't really just go and re. Ask them as someone else in the tell thing. that to Chris Evans. Yeah. No, well, that's different because it's different movies and different universes. No. But, anyway, um, but, but do it, but yeah. do tell that to Marvel because you had there's this one extra character who yeah. plays um who was like Spider Man's principal, but then also part of the ruling uh, part of Captain America's crew as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh no, that one makes sense because that. No, one's yeah, that was his. Yes, yeah, his. Yeah, but that yeah. is still the same fucking actor. Um, yeah, <laughs> they've got a bad habit of it, but that's what I mean. I think it's they have you have to kind of be careful when you're casting. But I think Mads Mikkelsen could have been great in Star Wars, just was kind of wasted. Could you imagine him as Kylo, like if you did an older Kylo and like had oh, him yeah. as the big bad, or like him as like a Snoke or something like that? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I could. Yeah. yeah. I think you'd be have you a good watched one. Hannibal? I have not. I tried I'm to get into it. Too. I tried to you get into really, it. really need to watch it. Yeah. It's fantastic. <gasps> oh, pe- biscuits. What? People always keep going on about Benedict Cumberbatch's throne. Mad Milkerson. Mad Milkerson throne. would be a good throne. Oh. 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 Oh dear, oh. I think it just made a mess in my pants. That was a bit too much information. <laughs> that is being kept in. That's got to be kept in. Mads is probably one of my favourite actors working at the minute, so okay. I am I am down for him to be Have in you, everything. Then you need to watch Pooler. I've seen it. Have you? Is it good? I I'm, I said you need to watch Pooler, but I haven't like seen it. You've watched just, it. Not, I've, I it's on my watch it. list. I enjoyed it. Because it's well, basically I, I, a... Yeah. John Wick, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's basically John Wick. It's not great. Oh, it's not a great film. I'm not going to try and say it is, but it is a fun action film. Which is um, good. Yeah. And, and Mad Nicholson in it is just great. Like, oh, he's just great. Mm. Oh, I love that man. great. So much. That's it. Yeah. That's... Um, and then my final... Not my final thing. Um, I was gutted, you know, in like the adverts, they had like this moment with... I can't remember the character's name. Who's the main character's name? Janessa. Um, she is up in the tower and then she comes face to face with a TIE fighter. Mm-hmm. I thought that looked really cool and they cut it. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, going to take yeah, that. In the trailers, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gutted about that. Um, and then my final point is uh, Vanilla Coke Troopers are cool. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the Shore Troopers? No, the vanilla coke troopers. That's okay. Yeah, we'll get oh. <laughs> I will say the the eighty uh, ATACT, which is the cargo eighty yeah. eighty or ATAT, which is what one of the aliens say. So that's correct. Fuck mm-hmm. you, anyone that disagrees. Okay. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. Um, oh, did you know the actors were told to grow seventies facial mustache, like facial hair, for the movie? All the male actors. Brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That makes yeah. me so much happier. That's why they all have like mustaches or beards and stuff because they were told to grow 70s facial hair. Cool. They also reuse some uh, of the footage from uh, episode four that they never actually used. Like, do you know some of the clips feel just, the audio quality just feels a bit weird. 
I didn't know. Oh, so there's a couple there's a good. there's a couple clips where the audio feels a bit off. It sounds a bit off because they basically redid some of the they redid some of the clips from episode four. Oh, okay. Cool. Um that's all for me. Shall that's we? all for me. It's time for a summary. It's time for a summary. It's time to summarize Rogue One today. <laughs> I ran out of syllables. <laughs> <laughs> Rebellions are built on K2SO. Yes! Yes! Yes, snaps. And Jason, what is your score on the board? Mm, 45. I'm being strict on it. I'm being strict! I was going to say 50. Jordan, what is your score? On the board. Mine is 70. And John? John, I forgot about you. Sorry. What is your score on the board? I'm actually not the lowest scorer. Mine's actually a 50. I was going to give 50, but then I thought I'd be a dick. Um, (laughs) The reason I gave it 70 is because I'm comparing it to what else I've watched this week, movie-wise, and what we watched last week. And I think it's better than, like, Solo... And all of the sequel trilogy. Oh, so I thought you were going to say it's better than Star Wars: Clone Wars, and I was going to be like, "What? No, God, no!" That's why I said the movies that we watched this week. (laughs) So, 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 Rogue One. Our final score is a fifty-five. That's respectable. I'm okay with that. That's done. Jordan's not. I don't think Jordan's Jordan's not happy. (laughs) Jordan isn't happy, but I really enjoyed it. That has done better than uh, Force Awakens. Um. Yeah, and it's done better than Clone Wars. Um, uh, the old Clone Wars. Oh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Attack yeah, of the Clones. Of the clones. Uh, uh, yeah. Same thing. Did it do better than Last Jedi or not? Last oh. Jedi. Uh, that's that's a dumb question. Last Jedi got nine point three. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I forgot how low we rated the sequels. I really forgot. We've okay. lost John, by the way. Oh, we've lost him. Anyway, let's continue. Way. Alrighty, so John's not back yet. <laughs> I think he's died a death most foul. Yeah. So we'll Solo is an origin story of Han Solo. The worst fucking origin story in the world. Yeah. Because they got an actor who looks nothing like what Han Solo did. No. About five years, five years later, maybe five, ten. No. Yeah. Um, oh, and he's physically oh, gone. And he's gone. <laughs> he's physically gone now. He's not frozen. He's disappeared. So, whilst we come for him to come back, uh, Jordan, do you want to give us a wee summary of Solo? I mean, kind of already. Uh, I mean, away. yeah, yeah. There you go. That's it. It's an origin. The story. worst origin story. Basically, basically. Um, yeah, I didn't watch this with anyone. Did poorly. you watch this with anyone? I did not watch this with anyone. Has I watched it? I've wa- actually watched no. It. This is the first film Judy and I went to see in cinemas together. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> we came out the cinema and we <laughs> we were so annoyed and upset with that. Like that was the film we first saw together. We're like, this is fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah. To have this be the first film. 
and he's back. So my internet does a thing when it starts raining, which it crashes completely. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's not a good. The ra- the rain's weighing down. The the rain is weighing down the Wi-Fi. <laughs> it, it's, it's literally. I think it's because. Um, no, that that's that's a story for another day. Yeah. Let's get into and, solo. Well, we're already in it. Uh, we've done we're a summary and everything. I've so, given the yeah. summary. Wow. Yeah. yeah wow. We, we, I'm so glad I missed so. some of this. I'm not gonna. Lie. Okay. I'll, yeah. John, I'll catch it's, you up. Yeah. yeah. Solo, the worst origin story. That's the summary. Yeah. Yep, that's the summary. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I have John, so did your things. partner watch this with you? Yes. What's Their your opinion? Think? Do you have to ask? I yes. have to ask. Yeah. Um, she thinks it's one of the best Star Wars films ever made. How no, does she joking. feel being I'm, fucking wrong? I'm joking. <laughs> she hates it. Um, when we came to watching it, I think they played Stardew Valley instead because they were just like, no, not doing it. I respect just, oh, that. Oh, oh, you were joking. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. And just Oof. every time over my ear, I heard him go, yeah, but that's stupid. I can just totally imagine her doing that. Um, it's like you're watching it and I just all I hear is, Stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So, right. Okay. My right. Right. Like. Let's do it. Come on. Let's do it. Solo ignores the basic fucking rules of lighting. Yep. Light your fucking actors. We can't see them. We can't watch the fucking. I think we also. Hey, guess what it can... also does? It wastes Paul Bettany. It, it wastes Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And it wastes um, Donald Glover. Yeah. We definitely waste Donald Glover. Woody Harrelson's in it a lot. Yeah. Um, but no, we the mean writing's the poor. Of talent. Okay. Yeah. The writing yeah. is good enough for someone like Donald Woody. Glover and Woody. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sorry about the lighting thing. It just bothers me. I teach, I teach lighting, and I the, one of the first things I say is like your job is to light the actors. That is your job. If the, if we can't see them, you're doing a bad job. <laughs> and you know what the actor's job to, is to do? To not be giving a flat fucking performance that makes me have no interest in the film. Bar bar a few actors in this film, the ones, namely the ones I said. Mm. The rest are awful. The gonna... issue with Donald Glover and um, I got I can't remember the actor's name who plays Han. Um, I don't know his name. Alden Enrich. Um, Alden. 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 Um, Alden. Is how I felt was they were literally they weren't playing a character. They were pl- doing imitations. Yep. And so... you're doing imitations of people. That's like like 15 years in the future, that's not how the character would be back then. Like Donald Glover sometimes sounded exactly like Billy D. Williams, which is cool, but you're not playing Billy D. Williams. You're playing yeah. Lando Calrissian. Yeah. So, Holden, yeah. I'm pretty sure they had a lot of reshoots from memory. This is from my oh, memory yeah. from back in the time. Yeah, I think like so. the film got delayed and delayed and delayed because yes. his performance was apparently that. Yes, because the stall, what what how Star Wars was supposed to come out, this massive like movement was that in one year, like what was it, twenty sixteen when Force Awakens came out? Yeah, so it was like 2014, 2015, I think they were all meant to come out, weren't they? 
no, or the solo ones. No, so it was going to be like um, sequel trilogy one year, and then Star Wars story, and then oh, sequel trilogy, right. then Star Wars story, then then sequel. But how it happened was that when we got to solo story, it got postponed until like um, end of springish, and because I remember Kenobi was supposed to be the third Star Wars story yeah. movie, um, and then we you know didn't what, get like, anything got, at the Christmas. We got lucky. Yeah, we didn't get anything at the Kenobi. Christmas. Um, after Soda, we didn't get anything then. Mm-hmm. So we had to wait even longer to get Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. John, you're right. I remember reshoots and yeah. stuff happening. I, I yeah. remember. And John, you missed this comment. I, I made a comment saying he looked nothing like what Han Solo should have looked like. No. They literally per- picked the most different looking actor to Harrison Ford. Because let's let's be real. And I think this is something that a lot of fanboys and fangirls are not going to agree with me on. Harrison Ford isn't that attractive anyway. He doesn't no. have that stronger jawline. He's not got that square of face. <laughs> Jason is disagreeing on everything right now. I disagree. Um, I totally would. Harrison I mean... Ford has an attractiveness that isn't conventional, is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, okay. Which his, is yeah, what... his attractiveness is kind of like his suaveness rather than... Yeah. Right. It's, yeah, okay. it's his yeah. attitude Alden, rather than... Alden, on the other hand, he looks attractive. He's got a very model face mm. if, because it's very square, very perfect jawline. But Harrison Ford didn't have that when he was um, playing Han Solo, really, in the original. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole movie just kind of, especially the ending, just seems really messy. Um, like it's it's what's it, your it name? Kind of like, Han. Han what? Han what? Who are your people? I don't have anyone. Hmm. Solo. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why they needed to do that. He could just always be Han Solo. Like that's what I literally it ruins so much because it over explains everything. Mm. And it's trying to do Han so much Chewie's, fan service. I, I, I didn't think we were going to... I went into it not not thinking that we were going to get Han and Chewie meeting for, this t- for the first time. Mm-hmm. I should have been like, oh yeah, that would make sense. Um, but I just didn't like how they did it. Okay, can I, can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. No. Uh, open question for the two of you. Okay, fine. Just for Jason then. No, I'll answer <laughs> it, but you know. Would you I'll prefer answer. to see a film about Han Solo in the Imperial Academy and then him trying to get out of it or being kicked out of it and then him trying to essentially escape the Empire rather than what he did in this. Uh, Because we didn't get much of him flying in this. True. He just said he was a good flyer. Um, Right. We just, I mean, we know he is because of others. To be honest, what I would have might have liked is kind of like an Anakin storyline like baby Anakin maybe mm-hmm. like a pod racer-esque type of thing and then instead of somebody else rescuing him like Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon did he rescues himself right from all, from slavery and whatnot all right that's fair yeah um, I, I just don't know why the stakes had to be so high like I feel like the film artificially mm-hmm. inflates itself like we didn't need all of this like world we didn't need. We didn't need the politics. Yeah, we didn't need that. Um, yeah. Oh, the crim- what is it? The crimson. Crimson dawn. dawn. Yeah, I think all, all this things. Like, oh. 
they were like we need to connect it to star wars and those star wars we movies because if we do that yeah. it's not star wars that's why they brought the rebels into it and it's like you don't as we've seen with mandalorian you don't need to connect it to no to the yeah. also just just because this film was clearly clearly trying to cover ryan johnson's ass those fucking dice are in it like that we're meant to have such an emotional connection to when Luke gives them Leia, even though they showed up in their fucking last Jedi only. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right. Oh. Um and then sorry, because I'm on this rant, like the men are, in Ryan Johnson's film, the men have like this sentimental meaning for Leia. But they're nothing to do with Leia. They're for some other random woman who's probably dead at this point. Right. Like, <laughs> What exactly what is it doing? Luke's just going over to her and going, I know that your husband, like your ex-husband's dead, but here's the thing he got for his girlfriend like 30, 40 years ago. Enjoy. <laughs> Literally. Like, oh. Um one thing I did like in this movie was Uh-oh. the um that kind of war scene with Han when he's like where we first meet Woody Harrison. Um, oh, it was Imperial, pointless. However, I right. saw it and I was like, ooh, I kind of want a Saving Private Ryan Star Wars film. <laughs> but like, you know, like R-rated, like fully yeah, on right. brutal like, war Like film. an actual, not an Imperial Stormtrooper, but an Imperial army, because they're, they're different. Yeah, like, like, yeah. like, do you know like a, D, like a D-Day scene? D-Day, right. Like a D-Day scene, but Star Wars, uh, I, I was looking at them like, oh, there's so much potential. Like, do you remember the Umbara arc in Clone Wars? When they're on that really dark planet, and and they they uh, the Jedi gets the clones to kill each other in the end. Yes, that like something similar to kind of like that thing. Yeah, where it's yeah, like a yeah. proper battle, but R-rated. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Because I think this this definitely had the wrong people behind it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the way that the Mandalorian is would have been perfect for a solo origin story. Yeah, it would have been. Um, he's a smuggler. He's not like like when, whenever he shoots Woody not... at the end, like that. I like that. That's because I that's something that he man. would do. Because yeah. he's yeah. A, he's a, you know he's a criminal. There's moments of like, oh yeah. Because this wasn't also, um, sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, no, go ahead. But it retroactively ruins number four because yeah. the point of four is we don't know Han Solo's going to come back. If you watch it on its own, you're like, oh, Han Solo's abandoned him. Um, but he comes back to help Luke and all of that. So it kind of undoes his character arc that you he's kind of in it for himself to being in it for other people. Yeah. And I, it, I, I, but I mean, this film just basically goes, You're a good you're a good person, Han Solo. You're you're good, you know, you're not you're not morally grey, you're completely one hundred percent good. Mm. With Disney, we can't have a morally grey line here. Everyone is either good or evil. Stupid. Also, yeah. the heist element in this film, fucking stupid. Mm. When they were trying However, to get the... we do get L3. Hated it. Hate L3. <gasps> the word, honestly, the most annoying character really? other than Kira. Yeah. Oh, what? I quite liked L3. I thought it was funny. And I was, As I said, like, I was comparing all, like... her to K2SO. That's fair. I understand okay. that. I just for political, was separate. For political messaging, it was bad. It was too... It, it didn't play into the themes of the film and 
and it kind of detracted for me. Like, okay. like I loved some of the moments. I loved like this idea that um, Lando is um, not hmm. like stereotypically straight or gay. He's kind of this in between. Like, I really like that sort of build up. And but I just thought the political messaging didn't make sense for the film. It didn't tie into any themes that Anne was going through, and it didn't really impact the story in a way and that that's where it kind of with me and L3 kind of went mm. I liked L3 fair. I thought it was a well acted character and I thought mm-hmm. yeah it's a bit more raunchy than they normally would give a female gendered character so I quite enjoyed that um, I really loved her line of oh you'll have to do that thing later <laughs> like I thought that was quite funny but mm. I think for me the yeah. political messaging just kind of muddied yeah. the I, I, I think I was enjoying her too much to think about the political messaging because the whole like where she was leading a rebellion of the droids and stuff looking at it now actually thinking about it I'm like yeah that's a lot of political messaging that like that literally has no point no reason I was just having a good time with it I was laughing away I was like that's great rebellion I see where they were trying to get it because Han Solo was kind of a slave and da, da, da. I, I understand that but because mm, it doesn't mm. really pay that much of a role into his life being a slave like, I understand for the opening two minutes if it mm-hmm. was a constant theme that he was always a slave always kind of mm-hmm. stuck then that moment of rebelling could have been like Han Solo's thing of actually I can do more I can escape this life but it just yeah, I, I, I agree with you, actually. Um, one thing I did think about, like, L3 being put into the Navicube computer, I just thought was a bit rubbish because, yeah. obviously, it's not like she's made reference to in any other film. It's, like, just a bit pointless. Mm-hmm. But I thought that that he was going to make her into Lobot from Cloud City. That's what yeah, I thought he was going to do. Yeah, um, But he doesn't, I so... They mentioned Chewie's age in this. He's 190. I looked back because I was like, oh, that doesn't seem right. I went back to Rise of Skywalker when they said his age and they said he was 250 years old. That's 60 years. Does that sound right? It does not. No, I didn't think so either. So, bullshit. Given we don't, given we don't know how many years between Solo and... You yeah, know, he looks around tw- four. like 20, doesn't he? Because the beginning of the movie and then three years pass. So he's around in his 20s. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would argue he's in his 20s. And I think then when he's we like see him 30, in episode four, he? he's in his 30s. Yeah, early like, 30s. If we're going to give the film the most benefit of the doubt we can do... Which we won't. It would be... Like, this, Han Solo has to be 18 at the very start of the film. That's how young he could physically be without it becoming unbelievable. Like him yeah. signing up into the thing, 18. That's kind of the age you would be able to do it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I just think the Chewbacca age is completely wrong. They just shouldn't yeah. have mentioned his age. Yep. Ever. He could have just been an ambiguous age because we see him in episode three mm-hmm. and then I would have preferred not to know his age. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of cool to know his age, preferably because we're like, oh, he is quite smart, but just, you know, make it right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know what annoys me in this though when Woody Harrison like Harrelson uh, and, and Chewbacca are playing the uh, the chess yeah, and he's losing 
Chewbacca at that point is 190. Surely yeah. he would have played that game of chess a lot. Yeah, well, what, well, I thought was because I think in Rogue One, we actually see that chess game, but in physical format in Sagarera's Fortress, so we do. Yeah. So that's when, whenever he went to swipe it, I feel like he might have done it with... So he played it physically, but didn't know how to control it, maybe. That's being Benedict of the Doubt. That's, and, but yeah. at the same time, he should have wiped the floor with him. He's 190 years old. <laughs> um, did you guys feel that this movie was kind of setting up for a sequel? Yes. Yes. And but then also wasn't. Well, apparently there was never going to be a sequel for Solo. Yeah, this no, is... there wasn't. Yeah. No, okay. No. Well, that, that, okay. Then that makes. Okay, because it felt really because did. of the re. I think because of the reshoots. It, I, at first, I thought they thought it was going to be like you know another like we're going to follow Solo around as he's a smuggler, and then yeah. as the reshoots went on, they went, "We don't want to do that anymore. Let's try and fix this." Because I feel like. I would have been okay with it, you know, um, because obviously they would have tried not to change the way it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, because they really do. Um, it just, it's all of a sudden, like, it just doesn't make sense what happens in that last, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, it like, the make like sense her with her, her, her being the big bad. And, oh, that's was she reaction. the big bad, though? It was no. more so. I mean, yes she, and no. Yeah, she, that's the thing. She suddenly implied to be really, really. Oh, she was actually puppeting him the entire time. It's how it, her dialogue reads, and Maul just being like, "Hey, you're yeah, now working I, with me." Definitely. When I first watched it, I thought that she was the big bad, and then I rewatched it. When, when we rewatched it, I was like, "Okay, she's not the big bad. She's just trapped, and maybe that she's scared of Maul, and that's why she let him know because right. Maul would have chased her down." That's what I got from my second watching. I didn't get that. I got more. Um, I didn't get the fear side. I got more. Um, oh, let's have a woman be our villain. That's what I got. I that's never understood. Which I was like, okay. I'm I'm down with this because it's better than the oh she's the lover but she dies trope you know I, right I which I thought like, was where yeah. they were going mm-hmm. oh god I'm so glad they avoided that but I I think it comes so out of left field like I was just like it's because they need to connect it to Star Wars yeah I I also really hated how they had to kind of do the lightsaber so they were like hey this is definitely more guys yeah I know. right it's such a waste of Ray um. Ray Park. Yeah, Ray yeah, Park. Ray Parker, yeah. Um one thing that doesn't really need much discussion is how the hell did he get back the dice? Because he gave it to the girl, and I don't remember her ever giving it back, did nope. she? No, oh, I don't. Yeah, I thought so. Um and then my final point on this is that Han, the way Han is presented in this is more like he's a con man rather than he's like that lovable rogue. Because uh-huh. he was just lying. At every protocol, and I know that Han does lie, but you know that those were like con man lies. You know that's Usopp from Han One Piece lies. Lies have always had a grain of truth in them. Yeah, exactly. Like honestly, this is really not like. But in One Piece, there's a character called um, Usopp, and he's known for lying, and he always says like, "I have fifty thousand followers who are gonna come and beat you up and stuff." And, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh, so this is this is this is him. This is Han." What, what that's I what got, it does. I, I just think this film misses the mark. It just doesn't feel like a Star Wars... Because in trying to feel like a Star Wars story, it doesn't feel like a solo story. 
But in trying to be a solo story, it doesn't feel like a Star Wars. It feels like it's a weird project that no one wanted to get made. So they kind of went, let's throw the paint of Star Wars over it and say this was Han Solo. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't feel like any of the characters were originally written to be Star Wars characters. It feels like they've been adapted original screenplay style. Mm. Almost like the Cloverfield films. Mm. Me getting my digs in at J.J. Abrams again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, anybody else got anything on Solo? It's time for a summary. It's time for a summary. It's time to summarize Solo Star Wars Story. How did they ruin harm? <laughs> yeah yeah so my boys what are your scores on the board starting with jason 35 well we know we're 30 30 okay jordan what is your score on the board 25 and john, and john what is your score on the board mine is Drumroll, please. A five. Fair. And that gives us a score of 20. For Solo. And I think that's very fair. That is very fair. Okay. Let's move on to the good bit. Yeah, (laughs) here we go. So... This is Star Wars The Clone Wars 2003 to 2005. I want to do this as part one, part two. Okay. Is that okay? That's fine. Yeah. So part one is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. It yeah. is yeah. good as shit. There's literally, in my opinion, nothing really all that bad in it. Um, let me double check. I think there might have been one thing... Uh, and he still has an annoying voice. Oh, it's me, it's me, me. Oh, the back of Corrin's look like ball sacks. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and, and just Yoda walking very slowly into the, into the temple to save people. And I was like, oh. other than that, everything was awesome. The animation is great, better than Invincible. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they do have answer. some jank where they're drawing crowds and they do the lazy way out, but you know, it's fine. Um, but 2003 as well. 2003, I mean, and I doubt that this had a big budget because it's, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the the use of sound, like there's barely any dialogue. There's so much moments of silence or moments of just, you know, the blaster fire. And then, oh, mm. so good. And then I'm just going yeah, spo- like to just the, I like I like the lack of actual act, voice acting. Mm-hmm. It conveys everything in the animation. Well, do you want to know why this animation is so bloody fantastic? It's because it was produced by Gennady Tartoskski, who is the creator of Dexter's Laboratory and yes. Samurai Jack. Ooh, so you really? knew it was going to That's, be brilliant. Yeah. It's got some prestige. Mm. Yeah. And it actually came out on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not Disney um, Channel because that didn't exist. Like around early two thousands, I was just the the peak 
of cartoon animation, American animation, like oh, it was phenomenal, so good. I miss it. Uh, yeah, and then it kind we of had a resurgence in around two thousand and eight with Adventure Time regular show and that, and then we've kind of fallen off. Again. I I disagree, but it's okay. I don't really like that animation stuff, but that's just me. No, I, I, it's fair. I think we had a resurgence in quality, is what I'm more saying. Yeah. Then in, in the mid 2010s, we then got things like, uh, what is it called? Fanboy and Chum Chum or some shit like that. Just, we got loads and loads of shit. We got like, really. Uh, no idea. You literally just look like how Teen Titans. So you got Teen Titans the way, like, Two Titans is good, and then you got Teen Titans Go, which Teen Titans Go is fine, but it's not Teen Titans. But it's not Teen Titans. So, um, that just like just comparing those two, like this is how animation has changed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, Kit Fisto in the water. I love his how his lightsaber works in the water. Yeah, it's got it has like a bubble yeah. around it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. nice little touch. Yeah, it's because like as we see, like we see later in the fight with Anakin and Ajavent Aj, I can't say her name. Asajj Ventress. Asajj Ventress. Or the re in a, you know. Oh, s- yes. But think about it. If a lightsaber was in water, it'd bubble, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd boil the water. So it made sense. It's, it's, it's the little details that make it so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, the Kip Fisto thing was shorter than I remember it. I thought a lot more happened. All of it felt a bit short for me. But I think. Yeah. It was kind of good. Originally, I think like 25 episodes, and we watched them obviously as. Part one and part two. I think it was right. like a mini series originally. Well, I never watched them as episodes. I had the part one DVD and I watched that uh, like okay. on repeat. So I never watched it on TV. And yeah. I never watched part two for like a very long time, like until I was like in my teens. Um, because I, I heard I didn't even know there's a part two. I was like, there's a part two? Oh shit, I'm gonna watch this. Um Oh, I didn't ask ask the question. Um we did do a summary. Summary we just went into it. Sorry. I mean, for us, Jordan. I mean, you Jordan. can't really set Do a summary. Come on, bitch. Some different. of the best Star Wars animation ever. Yep. Mm. Um, and then uh, I didn't watch with anyone. Jordan, you didn't. I didn't. John, your partner, thoughts. Liked it. Yeah. Not Has she in... seen it before? No. Um, mm-hmm. I think her view of it is coloured by obviously. The new Clone Wars TV show, so right. she wasn't as invested yeah. in it. But this inspired it really because obviously yeah. there's a lot of characters that kind of continue on. I think this. I personally think I prefer this to the actual Clone Wars that is now considered canon. I um. Well, we'll, we'll get into. It. I didn't really like part two as much. Part mm. two had a lot more dialogue. And a lot more yeah. talking in it, which I really didn't think went well. Clo- Star Wars Clone Wars dialogue is is great, uh, but I Clone agree Wars with dialogue you. is good because it it's it's made more of a sh- this is made more for animation. The part one is more animation, part two has more dialogue because they're kind of linking it to Revenge of the Sith as much as they can. Yeah, because part two they made they showed how Grievous got captured. Yeah, we know how Grievous got them um, the cough. I and really how he captured that. Palpatine. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, the one biggest thing that we hated about Grievous was the fact that was, he was... No, this right, is and they kind of... Yeah, they do yeah. it is because... But uh, the yeah. Clone Wars just always has Grievous like that, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so I do I did quite like that. 
I, I like that they show Mace Windu kind of breaking yeah. Grievous's yeah. chest. Yeah. Because um, it makes him feel like he is a robot made from an orga- organic being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it also really... Something that I don't think the prequel trilogy really shows is that Mace Windu is this morally grey Jedi. Right. He He's one yeah. of the few Jedi that get, actually get to work and study some of the dark side. Yeah. Yeah. So when he uses Force Crush, I, I'm always like, holy shit, that's a dark side move, pretty much. Yeah. And you know what this show, this version of the Clone Wars does better than the newer one? It sets Grievous, Grievous up to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Because, because there is. Oh my God. His part one battle when he's fighting all those Jedi, it makes him a credible threat as two Jedi. And then it kind of when it, now that it well because of it linking into the uh, the <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, we actually understand how Obi Wan is a very very good duelist to be able to survive and beat Grievous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like, also I get feel... a really good setup for Asajj Ventress because in yeah. the New Clone Wars she doesn't really ever win. <laughs> no, she can't. She's kind of loser. Yeah, so we actually get this really cool setup with in part one, with her dueling Dooku and dueling all those guys, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. I've sent a link to the chat for part <sighs> two, and it's possibly it makes one of the scenes in part two better. <laughs> it's it's another one that adds music. It adds the doom music to Captain Fordo (laughs) because he's badass. But if you add the doom music, it makes him more badass. That's just science. Um, What else? This is what I think this set of films does really well. It makes characters absolutely amazingly cool. It, right, yeah. right. It, it's this rule of cool applies in these two parts. Yeah. yeah. Like, part one, I'm... Like, the reason why I loved Kit Fisto and I loved Mace Windu is because of part one. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mace Windu... <laughs> um, swoon. Oh, boy. <laughs> General Grievous was my favourite villain because of these films. I have yeah, I've I've because watched so many video essays about it, like how he's the perfect character. It's just that moment where they're waiting for him to strike, where you, all you can hear is his clanking as he walks around the destroyed cargo, well, destroyed freighter almost, and just that one Jedi that looks like Shaggy, just you can see the Padawan brain because that's that. what he's doing. He's playing with them. He knows that he just wants this kid to run out so he can crush him to death. Well, yeah, we get two Jedi Masters as well. Exactly. It's uh, Shark T and uh, Keadi Mundi. Mm -hmm. Um, But we get a line from Count Dooku earlier on in it, before he goes and, like, before we get to that scene where it's like, you have to have fear and surprise and you have to have basically have to be the Spanish Inquisition because if any one of these fail, then you've lost. And he use, you can see it, he uses that. He uses the fear and the surprise of, he's one, he's a droid, two, the fear of him decimating entire armies with his tactical knowledge. Yeah. 
And well, then so it's just film wars, yeah. we don't get yeah, we don't get that. Um, in the new one, people he's not a coward, but he's just shit. Yeah. Yeah. Poorly really, written. Yeah. Um now the new one does do many things great. But the the thing is the things that uh Clone uh two thousand and three Clone Wars does really well, uh new Clone Wars doesn't match that. And that's the Yeah. Um so I'm going to be honest for our audience. I've never seen the Clone Wars, the new one, the 2009 onwards, mm. all the way through. Mm. But I know what from the scenes I've watched, from the episodes I've watched, nothing compares for me to this. Fight no. scenes are just everything in this is so much cooler, badass. Even characters I think are better in these films or films, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah, anyway. I think. Well, the the last season, um, the final season had this really cool duel with Ahsoka and Maul. It was so good. It, that was pretty dope. Um, Grievous has a really cool episode where we learn about his backstory. Do you know when he goes and get repairs? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that yeah, because I was like in the first season or something like that. That was I really enjoyed. That I enjoyed episode. it, but it still makes him out as a coward for me, and that's what I really don't like about Grievous's characterization. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I understand. I just uh, think that. it's such a waste because the dark side in the prequels, Clone Wars, do struggle with having strong standout characters because mm-hmm. let's be honest, Count Dooku is in it for more less than fifteen minutes. Yeah, and the Palpatines kind of already been set up in four five six so we're already expecting him to be (laughs) but grievous could have been that not darth vader because you know everyone compares every villain in star wars to darth vader but he could have been that presence that was sorely needed yeah and just no no no, i I agree no you're not wrong I i feel like for revenge of the sith on how revenge of the sith worked if you had general grievous like that it, I feel like it really would have messed with the film a lot because he would yeah. have overpowered. And I feel right. like I feel like we needed another film mm. for General Grievous to be our main antagonist. I think he should have been from episode two. Yeah, I think General Grievous should have just replaced the Trade Federation or whatever they were called, the racist caricature characters. No, yeah, that he one. should have. Yeah. And we sh- he should have just been in in them as the main mm-hmm. main threat throughout mm-hmm. the whole films. Yeah, because it makes sense that because he is a threat in yeah. the, in these films. He he's a credible threat. At that. Yeah, definitely. Um. So, and again, the Aj, oh, I can really can't say her name. Asajj Ventress. Asajj, Asajj, Asajj Ventress, and Annie fight is awesome. That all those on colors Yavin as well. Hmm? On Yavin as well. Well, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. You have them for um, nice little dope. callback there. Shall we move on to part two? Yes. Yeah. Like I said, I really. I, what don't you like about part two? The animation does take a dip. They get a bit more lazy, um, with it because at the very beginning that drop ship, with the clones and souls, mm. souls, um. Then I feel like what part one did really well is that they made the they never really made out the droids to be stupid, mm. but I feel like part two they did because you had like 
the super battle droids and them like throwing grenades at them and they really didn't do anything for a while. Right. And that kind of did it. And again, there was um, a lot more dialogue and the dialogue didn't hit home as much because you had this random bit with Qui-Gon Jinn. He had a big ass nose. Um, and there was this one scene between... <laughs> Did. He did. Sorry, I mean, that, really he really did. that just broke me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Had a big ass nose. Yeah, and then there was this one scene between Anakin and Obi Wan that really there was this moment where they just started laughing randomly. Oh, is that when uh, Cap- Commander Cody comes down? He's like, "We're we're gonna break their shield in 24 months, but we've already been here three exactly on schedule." No, there, there was a, there, there was a moment where there's a moment where they're like sitting beside like on a like beside a fire, and then Anakin and Obi Wan do this laugh. They're laughing with each other, and it just didn't feel right. Cool thing though about Obi Wan is it's James Arnold Taylor who, and they yep. kept him on, and um, he does a great job, doesn't he? Um, he he's he is Obi Wan. The voice, voice actor, actor who does Anakin did a very good job of being of being Hayden Christensen. However, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have been like Hayden Christensen. I'm looking at her. Um. Uh. And the the, the cool thing about plot uh, about part one is that you know there was like one storyline you know with the Anakin and Obi Wan we kept tripping back, but then we kept going back to other stories. Right. Part two didn't do that. There was kind of like two storylines. And it felt yeah. like they gave Anakin and Obi-Wan a storyline just to take them out of the picture with all that stuff that was happening on Coruscant. That's what I felt they were doing. I think I would have liked to see Kate and Amoidia. What? I, I would like to see Kate and Amoidia where Anakin saves Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, referenced yeah, in episode yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would have been a cool story yeah, to have. Yeah. That's true. Um, and then they made Yoda, you know, Yoda was able to sense things across the universe. He was able to sense um, that Luminara was in danger, mm-hmm. but then he can't sense his fucking invasion happening behind him. That was a bit like, come on, Yoda, but come on, come on, come on. Do you know, you know what part two did uh, that would have been different to what the deleted scenes of episode three did? I don't know if you guys ever watched the deleted scenes for episode three. I know. So, in one of the scenes, we have Shark T kneeling in front of Grievous on his ship, the Invisible Hand, and he activates a lightsaber and kills it in front of Obi-Wan and Anakin, whilst they're trapped in a ray shield before they escape. That would have been, yeah. That would have been they, interesting. They cut, the, they cut a hole in the floor, floor where the ray shield is and drop yes, through. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. That's in the video game as well. Yes, it is, yes. Yeah. But they... He ties her up with electro ropes that come out of his body. I know that didn't make any sense. It's like, why just kill her? Because or capture her. Well, you've killed everyone else, you know. Yeah, but if he captures her, then they could have kept that deleted scene because that was a cool deleted scene. I I, I see your point. Um, That's possibly like once again making him a credible threat. He captures and then kills a Jedi in front of other Jedi to show them how weak they are compared to him. Instead of being like, oh, I've got a collection of lightsabers, I'm bad. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like hey, look. Fine addition to my collection. Speaking of which, look at his collection behind John. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, John, for his, he's been do, kind of, you've been doing this all the way through. Yeah, he's been pretty top notch with it. Yeah. He's now got Grievous. 
and behind him, which is Grievous is just my baby. I love him so much. Mm. I, I I wish he killed everyone. Just rewrite Star Wars. Grievous <laughs> wins. Fuck everything. Zero. I'm I'm rescoring everything to zero. Grievous wasn't in it. Okay, so I don't know if it's just me. Did it feel like they did a HD? Do you know I sent you that link to the HD version before the Disney one came out? It was a while ago. I do not, I do not remember this. No. Okay, so there was a HD. They did a HD version. I did send you a link quite a while ago. Um, did you I feel like the quality so. of it was like the original? Or do you think they touched up a little bit to make it look better on screens now? Um. No, I would like. I would like to kind of compare the two. Yeah. Well, I mean, they maybe like touched up like. Just the up, the re- up, 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 you know, the, just the right. resolution, but right. I don't think they did any major things to it. Because um, obviously, it came out in 2003, you know, they probably just did a wee bit of a remaster, and that's about it. Um, but the reason why I think part two is, might not be good as part one is because um, in part one, there was two art directors, and in part one, there was only one of them there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe they pushed them for time or something like that. Mm. That's maybe why it was a bit different, but yeah, yeah I I, didn't I think like it was rushed from memory. I think mm. what, what, was quite rushed. What about you guys? What, what's your opinions on part two? I like I, but to be fair, I did grow up with this, so yeah. I do have that bias. I have to acknowledge, but I still like part two. I do admit it, it's not as strong as part one, um, but part two, to me, it sets up. Uh, Revenge of the Sith really nicely yeah, I think yeah. it ties up all of Lucas's ends that he kind of left needing tying mm-hmm. um, and it kind of sets everything up for the big finale and I, I really appreciate the hard work it puts in Right, it, it clears up a lot of things that you might not have known beforehand, especially mm-hmm. like if you hadn't watched this and you're just like well why is this robot guy got a cough, like why has he got tuberculosis yeah, but this clears yeah. that up as like he's a badass. Firstly, secondly, he got his chest crushed. You know, he's kind of doing what he can. I, I also really like that he uses his foot to fight. Yeah, he's sorry. I just really love yeah. that. I yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. It just make char- It makes some characters better. Yeah, I just the whole Anakin and Obi Wan stuff. <laughs> just. You mean the random laugh like that? Well, just the whole storyline. I just felt they really just pushed them off to do so they weren't part of this. <laughs> All the stuff happened in Coruscant. They're just going to like, no, you've got other things to do. You guys got to be over there. Go away. Because it was kind of like they, because the reason that they weren't there is because there was a siege. Mm-hmm. But at the very beginning, they ended the siege. So <laughs> I was like, you stopped the reason that they were there. Why? Why? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it was really it was what was interesting was definitely with part two is like why did they ask Anakin and Obi Wan because you know Mace Windu you're you're down there why don't you do it and we saw like his ship got destroyed and and all this stuff like it right. really showed that they I think tried. that was a really cool machine by the way the over oh, part one yeah. yeah. Um, I was on about part two, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I got. Sorry. I, I, you said Mace Windu, and I got really distracted by the. Oh, <laughs> because that whole fucking thing was the greatest thing in Star Wars. Sorry. 
that one scene with Mace Windu and the boom thing and him punching all the super battle droids is the greatest thing in Star Wars. And ripping holes in them each punch. Yeah, it is. It's frightening. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, I mean, if you've I not watched this, yeah, you need to watch it. Yeah, it's good. I I really wish they would have left this as the canon thing. Personally, mm. I just mm. love it so. Much. Even if they just like redid it, read yeah. it. You know what? I like. I've just seen some someone's doing some of the scenes from the Clone Wars, but in the two thousand three art style. Cool. That and I think that would be cool. Mm. See, because it it's the most interesting visually mm. uh, entry we've ever got into Star Wars, in my opinion. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I th- I think Clone Wars the two thousand nine through twenty seventeen as yes it's got seven seasons to build up its story but it's very visually bad I wouldn't say I, bad I, I wouldn't say, it, but, but yeah, I'm really not a massive fan of the 3D animation I think it just looks crap that's fine um, but that's I mean, also because Disney closed yeah. their 2D animation department because they're oh, idiots yeah yeah um, but to be honest, how many did you just watch one season? Or did you watch two? Three, I think, in the end. Three. Um, because um, the final season is great, but I, I'm sorry, Bad Batch is it's the same amazing. Type of animation the animation style. looks better. Oh, mm. the story is and voice acting's good. No, I don't think it's kept. You know, the f- first season, the first episode is just beautifully. But I don't think the other episodes are as beautiful as the first. I feel like it's just mm. it's not it's still great. I think the but, animation's but one is. continuing continuing it's like okay. I think we're gonna Quality. get off track. Yeah, um, yeah. So, my boys, it's time for a summary. It's time for a summary. It's time to summarize the Clone Wars 2003 and 2005 part one and two. <laughs> the original. And the best. So true. Jason, what is your score on the board for the final time for Star Wars Month? I'm so conflicted because I so I want to give the rating I want for part one. But then Just part do two, it. Just do it. Okay. 80. Beautiful. And Jordan, what is your score on the board? 80. And John, what is your score on the board? 96. Okay. I would have given that or higher for part one. I would have. If part two wasn't included, it would be 100. Yeah. Part one is a masterpiece. To me, I think part two, we, we can all agree, part two is the least... The quality decreases in part two. Yes, it's still good, but, uh, but it's not obviously as when good. you when you watch something just as good and then you watch that, you're like, Man. right. So this we have given an eighty five point three recurring overall. I'd say that's fair. Yeah, that's right. Just so people are aware how that ranks in compared to everything else, it is the second highest. We've rated something. The first being um, Empire Strikes Back with an 88.6 recurring. 
And you know what? I think that's a fair rating. Yeah. So I've I've got to do this now. Let's find out what the Star Wars stories get as a mm. trilogy, even though they have nothing to do with <laughs> each other. <laughs> Oh, no, because then it's going to decrease, though, because the animation mm. can only bump it so far. Well, yeah. we'll see. Do the, so just do the two. Do the Star two Wars films, stories are like, it's like Mandalorian, Clone Wars, right. Rebels, Resistance, yeah. and, it, and then all the other stuff that they've got. And... So, uh, the overall is a 53.4. Which is that for the it... two movies? No, that's with... That's everything. Oh, God. That's everything. That's that, Rogue that One. Poor, that poor series. But it's that managed to save it from being lower than the sequel trilogy. That's fair. Okay. So I think here's, before here's we... Question. I doubt that we do. Has anyone got the other scores? Yes. Oh. I'm literally holding them. <gasps> so I've been writing them down so, so I remember so them. You have... An, could you do an official of... Star Wars as a, as a whole? Yes, I can do the official ranking of mm. Star Wars well, by the Free House Make a Whole podcast. <laughs> Which way do you want it? Do you want it from lowest to highest or highest to lowest? Oh, no, I meant could you do an average of all so, the, oh, an average. An so, average of all the trilogies. Yeah, so like so prequel, like, yeah. original, yeah. sequel. Yes, I can. Stories. And, yeah. stories. and then we can be like, Star Wars as a whole is this. That would be fun. So give me a sec. Do you guys talk? I'm going to take my headset off so I can actually do okay, this. Okay, so, so talk, 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 talk. I'm going to talk about something that's not Star Wars related. But have you se- have you ever played Time Splitters, Jason? <laughs> yes. Have you seen their redoing it? The original I studio. Have yes, I have, and I'm excited. I'm waiting for things. So excited. I used to play it all the time with a friend. It's so good. I used to always <laughs> my my gun of choice was flare gun. Yep. Yep, I always character of choice. Can't remember. Um, however, I hated the monkeys. I hated playing against monkeys because they're so hard to hit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would always play as a gingerbread man. <laughs> I don't know why. Or a rock I never, man. I never played through the story. I always because it was my friend that had it, so I always went around to his and we just and we play the battle mode. You're right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. death match. Yeah. Um. I play as a rock man. <laughs> this is what I do. So I put I just play as a rock person and then put electric weapons, which you're immune to, as a rock person. <laughs> so I would rack up the kills. But I wouldn't tell my friend this and like, man, you've not died. I, I think it's been uh, I think John it's has been found done. out. He's found oh, out no, the total. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So everyone knows how I've done the maths. I've added every individual score. Oh, and then oh, that no, whole no, no, total, no. I've divided by 12 because there are 12 Damn. movies that we've done. Damn. <laughs> oh, God. Did you oh, do it with a, no. First of all, did you do it with a calculator? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, oh, God. Our score for Star Wars as a whole. It's not going to go well. This is not. Is. It's not going to go well. A fifty-four point one. That did not go well. <laughs> um, I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I, uh, so I think I know where our scores have been dragged down. And yeah, it's for the sequels. The, the sequels and Solo and Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which is 
if you think about it, majority of them have been good then. Yeah. Yes. On average, 50% has done all right. <laughs> so this is, this is Two good. and a half stars. Yeah. We, we've... We're going to get killed on the internet. Yeah. Oh. We so, wanted to challenge the Star Wars fandom. This is, this is what you would get for it. So I'm going to um, now read from worst to best according okay, to us by funny. our individual scores. Okay. So our lowest rated movie was Star Wars The Last Jedi with a 9.3. Yep, yep, that makes sense. Uh, at place 11... We have Rise of Skywalker yep, yep. with a 10.3. Tracks. Yep, that uh, is tracks. And in 10th place, we have Solo, a Star Wars story with 20. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that tracks for me. It's a terrible film. Uh, in place 9, we have The Force Awakens yep. with yep. a 31.6. Mm-hmm. Uh, next... Uh, place eight, we have uh, Attack of the Clones with really? a 45.6. Damn, I suppose we did hit on that, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you too. And then on <laughs> then first position seven, we have Rogue One with a 55. Mm. Uh, for position six, Phantom. yes, we have Phantom Menace mm-hmm. with a 68.3. And this is where I've just got to make sure I'm getting them right. Yes. So in fifth place, we have Revenge of the Sith oh. with a 77.6. I mean, we know what's going to be first. Score, so. That's a good in score. In place four, we have Return of the Jedi with a 78.6. Okay. They're only one point higher. Um, and then we have A New Hope with mm-hmm. a score of 80. Solid. Then we have The Clone Wars Part 1 and Part 2 in second place with an 85.3 recurring. Yeah. And then taking the top spot is The Empire Strikes Back with an 88.6 recurring. Cool. So that's our awesome. official breakdown if people actually gave one. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So, because Star Wars is Star Wars Month is over, I think we still we have well, basically we have a lot to talk about still. We want to talk a little bit, a bit more. It's not going to be you know these towers thing. It's probably going to be less than an hour. Um, and the reason we're doing it is because we have things to do in our lives, and we yep. don't have time to get back on track, um, to where we're moving on to next month. So we're going to do this to kind of let us go because we're going to see our families and stuff like that and um, because during this month we really haven't had much time for socials for being to being sociable so we're going to need to kind of try and be sociable um and then we are going to kick it off next month with jackie june the best month in anything i am so excited i'm too yeah. excited you just said jackie and that could be jackie anyone so who specifically are we referring to with Jack? This is the greatest actor right now in the world. Oh man, he no, is, we can't. He we can't has do produced the best, you know, movies in all of cinema. None other than the one, the only Jackie Chan. Yeah. 
Nee, 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 nee. So I am excited. He is my yes. favorite. I yeah, guys, so can much. I can I just say we can we're gonna have to do another one in six months, and it's gonna have to be called Jackie January. Oh, Why? that's no, no, <laughs> oh, no. no. But um, so what? Jackie know, January. <laughs> so people stop. know going into this, we've really, really looked far and wide. Um, and we're going to be doing Around the World in 80 Days. No, we're it's not. Jason's favourite no, one. No, What we're going to be doing That's canon is... in Three House Make a Hole, because it's yeah. Jason's favourite, is Around it's the World no, in 80 it's Days. No, it's not. It is not. Don't listen to him. He's just lying to you. Yeah. Um, we're only going to do Rush Hour 1, 2, 3, and Around the World in 80 Days. Because they're, they're the only favorites. films he's been in. Jackie Chan's only been in four films. I'm going to fuck <laughs> you up. He's been in over, like... <laughs> Oh my god! Anyway, um, actually, uh, oh, what was it called? Um, nineteen eleven revolution. Get on with revolution. It. He that was his one hundredth movie. Um, I know things. Um, so like, what we're gonna the, the first thing we're gonna be reviewing is is it Rush Hour One or Rush Hour Two? Which one did you guys pick? We're doing Rush Hour. Rush Hour One or Rush Hour Two? Rush Hour. We're doing Rush Hour. All four. Yeah. There's only three, you spanner. We've got four months. <laughs> four months? Four weeks. <laughs> no. Um, All right. No, you're right. There is only three because it's Rush Hour 1, 2, 3, and then Around the World in 80 Days. 80 days. Well, yeah. actually, there is a Rush Hour TV show. There is. Oh, <laughs> there oh, is, but it's, Channing, it's not Jackie or Chris. But... Oh, then it doesn't matter then. Yeah. So I think they are two, trying to produce four at the moment. Um, however, what I'm saying is, is I'm right, we're going. They these guys have chosen one Jackie film, and I've chosen the other three. <laughs> I think it should be fair, and we should pick half, and you should pick half. I think I know more, and the movies I pick will be far better than anything things. We're you doing pick. around the world in eighty days. That's what we're doing. Stop. That's we're picking that. Yep. Yeah, that's our pick. In that's comparison to all of his other, that's movies. what we're picking. Official. We're picking around the world you in eighty here days. First. Ge- are, genuinely, are you genuinely? Yes. Just because we know it'll annoy you. Because yes. it's going to annoy you. I mean, it's okay. It's fun. He's saying this now to make himself feel better. But there's so many better Jackie films. I mean, course, for, for me, I don't really hate really any Jackie films. So it's like, it's always a win for me. Even if it's, people say it's bad. I'm like, but it's got Jackie. It's not bad. <laughs> I am biased. What do you, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that's what's oh, going to yeah. be happening. So next are we doing it on Tuesday? Uploading. Yes. Uploading sure, well, next yes. Tuesday. Next Tuesday is going to be just kind of like a summary of like Star Wars and just kind of like a general chat about Star Wars. And then the week after that, we're sticking on Tuesdays now because that's how life worked out. Yep, that's just how it is. And then because we did be... May the fourth, and then we kind of just went with it after that. Yep. Yep. Um, didn't really think there was going to be consequences. Uh... <laughs> there has been. Consequences. Yeah, there has yeah. been. Um, so and it's going to be consequences are severe. So the week after next is going to be r- around the world in eighty days. No, it's going to be your ones. We're finishing. We're finishing no, the month. No, we no, are. No, yes, because no, no, it's your three choices for the first three. No, 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 uh, and then we've oh got to God, end it with no, Westernism. No, colonized. No, We're colonizing please, Jackie Chan. No, oh my God. <laughs> No, we got to start with the shit one, and then so, we'll get on uh, the better one. So what we'll one. start with is Legend of the Drunken Master, so that's next yeah. week. No, no. Yeah. No. 
Yes, no, yes. no, because that's the yes. best one. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Start, how, start how you don't mean to go on. <laughs> no, we are doing Around the World in 80 Days. No, no, in next week time. is Legend of the Drunken Master. That's a finish. Sure it's two that. against one. No, yes. oh, please, actually, are we, please, yes. no. Yes, yes, we are. Why? Because, because we are. Because we're mean. <laughs> because we have spoken, and it spoken. is... 2v1 no but actually can we not because I've got on I've got it on Blu-ray I want to watch it on Blu-ray and I'm not going to be able to watch it on Blu-ray that's a shame that's a shame pity. I'm not going to be home I want to watch it on Blu-ray that's a pity <laughs> how unfortunate see see this this is fucking xenophobia right now this is a hate crime I mean all you listeners, report this, you... report this shite. This is a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you want to support us, you can find us on Facebook at Free House Make a Whole Podcast or on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Free House Pod. So go like our stuff, follow us, share us around. It really does help us out. And Jordan, what else can they do for us? You can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or a voice note on Anchor. We'll read out the comments and we'll listen to the voice notes and respond. You can also uh, suggest a movie on Anchor or on uh, Apple Podcasts or on any of our social medias. And Jason, what else can they do on our socials? You can um, you know, slide in our DMs, but what you can do better is that you can call <laughs> 999 to report a hate crime. Please don't do um, that. D- definitely don't do uh, that. That is definitely not something you should be doing. If it's not an emergency, one one one. But this is definitely an emergency. It's it's so, neither of those. It's nothing it's, to do with the police. This is a hate crime, right now. Um, so we'll see you for Legend of the Drunken Master next week. It's not next week, you spanner. The week after next. See no, you for but Star- we're not, it's not even then. We'll, we'll see you for Star you Wars. Think. We'll see you next Tuesday. See you at some time at some bat channel, as they say. I don't know. Same, same bat, bat place. Time. Same bat channel.